I wish you guys knew how many times I deleted these things before I posted them. Or even how far I get into the recording before I realize I don't like it and I delete it. To restart. Um. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of The Babbling Mother. Today, I wanted to... First, I want to just say that there's so much going on in my life right now that I want to talk about everything with you guys. I want to just not wait and not, like, yeah, I don't want to wait. I just want to straight talk to you guys about life and, like, what's going on and, like, how I'm processing it, how Tyler's processing it. But I can't yet because I want to get other things out first, um, like, what happened, why I took such a long break, um with the podcast and and such um because I don't I don't want to hide anything because that's why I'm here it's like honestly that's why I made a podcast is so that people listening who are going through the same thing know that they're not alone so um I will say that I I forgot um but this is my midlife crisis at 21 um that's what this episode is and I don't know what a midlife crisis is called like what is qualifies for a midlife crisis however I when I was going through this somebody had mentioned to me like are you okay like are you going through a midlife crisis and so that's kind of where it came from um so right after um I want to go back to the episode um, that I posted on August 1st, which I called Personal Note. Um, and that was when I realized that I'm really fucking sad. Um, I want to say that that is definitely when I started realizing things and when I started, like, putting puzzle pieces together and I just... And so um, that does correlate in that and if you haven't heard that or listened to that one I would definitely go back and listen to that it's definitely not one of my happier moments but we're human and we're not going to be happy all the time um I bring you into my kitchen our dining room today and this is where I'm recording I have my planner out I have my coffee out which is ice today surprisingly and so yeah so Um, I want to say that my crisis started after the breakup, um, and when you get into a relationship in high school and you think that you're an adult and you, like, I got this, like, da-da-da-da-da, and you kind of feel, like, invincible, um, and then life kind of slaps you in the face and you realize, fuck, dude, like, I'm... I don't know what to do, like, I, am I a grown-up, like, I'm supposed to be a grown-up, I'm thrown in this life where I'm supposed to be paying bills, and supposed to be doing this, and that, and providing, and then I have a kid, and, um, I kind of realized, like, I'm, I'm not happy where I was at the moment, and so, um, that, um, one of many reasons led to our breakup, and, I felt free afterwards, um, that I don't mean that in anything bad, but I mean, like, free as in, dude, I can go do whatever I want, um, in between the sheets wise. Okay, you know, dad, if you're listening to this, you probably don't want to, because 
Yeah. Um, however, so yeah, I'm going to be honest. Like, this is what happened. This is what I did during my break because I needed to recollect myself and try to find myself. And, you know, it's sad to say that I didn't, I didn't do what I thought was right. I thought that that was going to, at the moment, I thought, you know what, it's fine, like, I can go do this, I'm a grown, um, let's be a little adventurous, and then, I got crushed, basically. So, after I found out, or not found out, but after I, you know, got single, I made, and got a job, of course, and I made a Tinder account. Um, and at first I was just like, looking to have fun like I'll be honest I was just looking to have fun I didn't want to do anything um fun fact my last relationship is the only time I had ever been with a guy so you know a girl wanted to experience I don't know why this is so awkward saying because I'm open about it but um so yeah I wanted to explore a little bit, and you know what? You can't get mad. I'm glad I did it. Um, and so Tinder led to a one-night stand, of course. My first one, um, everything went fine. Like, I've got no complaints. I'm not obviously not going to go into detail, but it is kind of sad waking up by yourself. Um, and so then I went home, of course. I found out Crown Royal is really good, too. It's pretty good. And I stayed on Tinder, of course. I stayed on Tinder, and I um, went on another one-night stand. And at that moment, I realized that one-night stands are not for me. Um, I'm too much of an emotional person to be able to do that. So if you can do that and you love doing that, you do you, boo-boo. But that's not me. I'm out. Um, and so, I went on a one, uh, my second one night stand, and mm-hmm. I will not go into any detail about that, because that one definitely, um, crushed my spirits a lot, so yes, and, um, I was definitely stressed out, I was definitely stressed, I didn't have a car, I had to go to the, they through this time, I didn't have a car, I didn't have a license, um, I was getting money, like, I, I had a job, so I was making my own money, I was paying my bills, like, you know, all of that was good, I had money in the bank, and I was doing good financially, Tyler was safe, I mean, she was going with Josh on his days, and then home to me on my days, and I had a babysitter for when I was at work, like, everything worked out fine, but... School was doing okay. No, school was doing awful. I was failing. I was failing. I failed my first class during this period because I was so busy. Um, I slept on the couch because I didn't have a bed. No, he didn't take it from me. I told him to take it because I didn't want. I didn't want it, basically. Um, and so I slept on the couch, and it wasn't comfortable at all. That's for damn sure. And so, of course, I had no sleep. Um, I found myself distancing from, like, the world, and it sucked, like, I'll be honest, um, I'm a very, I'm a people person, and where I worked was not a people person friendly job, um, you're basically isolated from people, and that killed me, and that made me sink more into the hole that I was in, so, um, so yeah, 
And then another crazy spontaneous thing that I did on my mid friends with benefits midlife crisis at 21 is I went and got a tattoo. Um, so I, my brother and I got matching tattoos. They're trees. They're evergreen trees. And it's like decently small. It's a small tattoo. But we decide, or hmm, we had been talking about getting a tattoo for a minute, and then I had said um, one day during that midlife crisis, I was like, "Hey, Steven, let's um, let's go do something." And he was like, "What?" And then I was like, "Let's go get tattoos." And he's like, "Which one do you want?" And we talk, we like looked through, and I found it. And then he was like, "All right, let's do it." Um, and so, we went and got tattoos. I have the date that we got them, I believe. I'm looking at my planner right quick. And so, yeah, so we went and we got our tattoos and, you know, everything is fine. We're fine. Um, yeah, I'm still looking for it, but I can't find it. But I do have it in, oh, October 14th, Steven and I got tattoos. Um, and so, yeah. I want to say after I got the tattoo, I kind of started, like, getting my life a little bit more together. I, I didn't, like, this tattoo, um, it definitely means the world to me. Not just because it's matching, it's, like, the matching tattoo with my best friend, which is my brother. And, but it's it also helped kind of get me out of that slump and it gave me like like um wow I'm getting a little emotional about that one but it definitely has like a back behind meeting or more to it than what it just reflects um to me it it my brother was there for me the whole time through this and he didn't leave my side and I'm really like thankful for that um I don't know if he knows how much he helped me through that, but, or that if he knows that I was going through something, but he definitely did help, um, a lot, like, I'm crying, but yeah, um, and so that tattoo definitely changed things up for me afterwards, I realized a lot after that, and then within two weeks, I believe, or a month, I think. No, within three weeks, I met Jeremiah, and things just got better after that, and I kind of just climbed out of that slump. Um, but yeah, so that ma'am, or ladies and gents, is my midlife crisis at 21. It's not a huge, crazy midlife crisis. I'm not going to go into detail because I do have family members that listen to my podcast, and I don't want to go into detail, nor am I ready to go into detail, nor will I probably ever go into detail on social media. But, on my personal note, Tinder does work if you're looking for a one-night stand or a relationship, and I hate one-night stands. I cannot do them, nor do I ever have to do them again, thankfully. Um... But yeah, that's that's really all I got for you guys today, and I am, um, I have so many plans and ideas for, like, these podcasts to catch you guys up to where we are now, and I'm so pumped to get into the grind of this. 
Alright, so I am still really awkward at goodbye, so I'm just gonna, like, say goodbye and then, you know.